Hello, Mike Hodgson here, the CEO of Serapi Gold. It's the 9th of October, and uh, I'm delighted to give an update to Crux Investor about what we're doing at Serapi Gold. Mike, good to see you again. It's been a while. I think um, we, we we saw press release last week um, about sort of the you know uh, increase in resource, which was obviously very, very welcome. But can we have a conversation in the context of not a lot has happened in the last two years, it seems. I think your shareholders are slightly frustrated by the fact that not a lot seems to be moving forward. So, okay, let, let's start with the resource, but I, I need to understand why it's important. Well, the resource is, yeah, we're delighted with it. It's, it's been a bit of a, um, it's been a long time coming um, for a whole host of reasons, but principally the pandemic. We, we had streamlined ourselves down to a very, very small, you know, lean and mean operation, drilling had stopped, et cetera. So in 2022, we started a huge amount of catch-up drilling, um, having not done or done very little minimal drilling in all that time. So this resource update is the consequence of a, a really aggressive underground drill campaign at the Polito deposit, a little bit of Sour Chica, mostly at Polito. And it's great. I mean, we've, we've increased the resource uh, by about 20 odd percent. The, re- the actual res- the grades have been the thing that most excites me. I'm a geologist, so of course I will do. But, you know, the grades are great. I mean, they've, they've literally, in some categories, they've nearly doubled, but they're certainly up 50%, 70%. Um, So that's fabulous compared to what we had before. Um, You know, so it bodes really well for the future. I always say to people, uh, Polito, you know, when the Polito mine began in 2005, the maiden resource was 400,000 ounces. We've mined probably now in the 20-odd years with a bit of a break four or 500,000 ounces and hey-ho, we've got 531,000 ounces. So people always, I think the market gets so, and, and, and a lot of analysts and experts even don't understand the longevity of small underground operations. It's very difficult to demonstrate this. All I can say to the people is, look, we've mined half a million ounces and we've still got half a million ounces of resource like we had day one. And I'll add this too. Polito lies in a, uh, it's a one, we've, we've basically drilled a one kilometer zone in what appears to be a four kilometer corridor of mineral occurrences, indications of mineralization. So I, I'm, I, we could drill that entire four kilometer belt and people could do the maths. If we've got half a million ounces on a one kilometer length and we think it's four or five kilometers long, four or five times half a million ounces, well, there you are. That's what Polito could be if tomorrow we went out and drilled the entire corridor out, which we don't really have the funding for that, but you know we certainly have funding to do some drilling, and uh, we will. And over at Coringa, it's the same story. It's it's a it's a it's a four hundred thousand ounce deposit that's open. So the group has one million ounces of resource now for the first time ever. Great starting point. Okay, and I and I get you're playing catch up, and 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 I appreciate a lot of stuff has happened, but a lot of stuff's happened to lots of companies in terms of you know, um, producers, developers, and, and, and juniors alike. Um, are you making money? We're making money. We're doing really well. In fact, I know people are, suspect, are frustrated about the share price, and I'll come on to why that is in a moment. But I would say today, and I'm sure Clive, CFO, would actually confirm this, we're probably enjoying our best time that since I, he and I have been with this company, and we've been with this company a long time. We're generating probably, well, the last you saw in the last quarter, we're basically generating a million dollars a month and I think for the beginning of the year, we've we've nearly been a million dollars a month free cash flow, all the way through. And so as a business, it's going gangbusters. Um, we are funding, and and that includes the development of Coringa. We're paying for that out of cash flow. That includes all the drilling we're doing. Okay, we've got the drilling on the special JV we've got going with Valley. That's separate. 
But the actual mine site drilling, the brownfield exploration, the development of Karinga, the capital requirements that we need, we're doing it all out of cash flow and accumulating cash at the same time, which is a great a great place to be. And I don't think many others are doing that. Uh, no, they're not. I think, that, I think the problem in the market at the moment is, is access to capital for a 50, possibly 70% of the market for, 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 for sure. But I've got, I've got to focus on, on what you're doing, um, which is right. So if, a million bucks free cash flow is great. Moving Karinga along is great. If you can, where are you with regards to uh, licenses at the moment? Well, I think this goes back to what your first question was about the whole share price suppression and the disappointment, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to keep going back about COVID. It's a long time ago now, but you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't simple to get over that. We had COVID and we had COVID in Brazil, which is kind of worse than just COVID. <laughs> and um, so we, we, we kept going, which was great, but there was an impact of that, as, I, as I've said, and we've, we've actually, we've come through that. You know, we, when we bought Coringa, we, we I, the, the del, I think the market sees the delay at Coringa as a concern. Yeah, we do too. But, you know, I think, and I, the AGM last year, I remember some of the investors were very frustrated about, you know, you said we'd have this permitted in sort of, you know, a year ago and we aren't. We have been asked to do something which no one has ever been asked to be, to do before. We, the project at Coringa, not to get too technical here, but it lies beyond, it lies 11 kilometers from an indigenous frontier. The law in Brazil is quite straightforward. If your asset is within 10 kilometers from an an indigenous frontier, you're obligated to do a further tier of permitting, which is an indigenous study. So we didn't need to do one. And all the authorities in Brazil agreed with that. We didn't need to do one. We then got bowled a curveball by the public prosecutor in Brazil saying, I know all that, but I still want you to do one. Now, we could have sat there, you know, locking horns with these guys for two, three, four years. What's the point? We just decided, hell, we're confident about this project. We know it's good. We know it's robust. We know it's going to have minimal to zero impact. Let's do the study and have done with it. That has had a, a time impact. It's put us back about a year. Okay. The impact, the study's now been done. Um, it's now being kindly sort of signed off on by the all the stakeholders. You saw on the 27th of July, we reached an agreement with all the stakeholders in the region, including all the indigenous communities who are now 100% in support of the project. They want the project. Everybody wants the project. We've just got to go through the process of proving the zero impact this project has. And that's what's now going on. So I'm hopeful by the end of this year, We'll have the ECI completed. We'll have a, a further study called a PBA, which is a basic environmental plan where you demonstrate what you're going to do for the local people to actually m- mitigate or, 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 or the impact of any possible uh, um, impacts of the project, et cetera. And we'll have that done. And, all, and that will allow us to actually get the LI, the installation license at Coringa, which will increase our, our current development um, ounces coming out of Coringa and put it into full production. We're, as I've said to you before, we're not going to build a process plant. We're going to continue with this wonderful kind of a cheap scenario we've got where we're going to be crushing and all sorting and sending high-grade product to the Polito plant for uh, for processing. And the operation will expand. And I, I think, um, you know, next year we're going to see a modest increase in our ounces coming out of Polito. Uh, and then the years after we're going to grow and grow. And again, our emphasis is... Grade, grade, grade. You know, that's what we're all about. We're underground, we're high grade. We know we got high costs because we're underground, but we conquer that, we, we, we beat that by grade. 
and we're and that's why this resource up, up, upgrade showing the really high grades we've got is so important. So we're going to focus on being a really high grade product producer, and that's all. That filters down to that margin. So that million dollars a month we're getting at the moment should only get better. Well, if if I look at your uh, market cap at the moment, just over twenty one million pounds, right? Yes, yeah. you're yeah. generating free cash flow of a million dollars per month. Doesn't make sense, There's, does it? it? Not a lot of sense, no. Um, but I'm, but I'm, so, so let's be clear about what you think is is driving that downward pressure. Obviously, all uh, gold, all precious metal equities, in fact, all equities in, in the mining space at the moment, re- a lot of, under a lot of pressure here. But you're throwing off cash. So do you think getting, getting the indigenous um, population on board um, should be should have been signaled, because it didn't seem to have have much of a reaction. Should have signaled, um, you know, serious intent on their part to allow you to do what you want to do. Will this answer the questions in country from the public prosecutor to allow you to do what you want to do? I've been to a couple of quite a few events recently in Brazil. I was down at the Latin conference two weeks ago in Los São Paulo, and you know, and and everyone always comes up to us and says, "That's great. That then that agreement you got in July was fantastic." You know, no, it's 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 you know, it's it's kind of um, and so it's really recognised in Brazil the progress we're making. It's lost on the market in London, I'm afraid. I just don't think they sort of get the nuances of Brazilian politics that well. So we put out the press release, and people just went, mm, "Okay, interesting," but you still haven't got the LI. So it's like, a, so it's kind of. I think here is people. Very, people are very much wait and see, uh, and you know they're still very cautious about our ability to permit Coringa, but. Matt, as far as I'm concerned, the train has left the station. You know, we're going to get the permit. It will may take a bit more time, but I think now, with all the stakeholders on board, the public prosecutor will ultimately give us the permit. Because at the end of the day, you know, with everyone on side, you know, he is he's already indicated, well, that's it. If you if you demonstrate that the local population are all in support of the project, fine. That's good. So it's just a case of uh, working our way through the process and you know, minimizing the delay we've already had further, and just trying to uh, uh, conclude. Okay, well, let's 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 um, talk about exactly what you're going to do. Because if I if I look back to that announcement back at the end end of July, you know, you went from 22 to 27, and I think people took a lot of you know profits off well profits, felt that was a, a high, and they took the opportunity to kind of cash in on you, and it went shooting back down to you know 22, 23 again. So um, maybe people paid attention to it. But didn't believe it would have sustainable impact on, on on the share price, right? So, come back to this million bucks a month free cash flow. You you've paid down a lot of debt over the past couple of years. There's still a little bit on, on the balance sheet. You've got with effectively three two big projects and Polito as well. It, it's um Polito in there as well. It, what do you what are you going to do with each one of those assets? Because I, I I look at these things like you've really suffered from not being able to throw a lot of money at expiration until recently, and even then not a lot. And I just wonder what would happen if you did. Are people valuing the answers out of the ground? Are people valuing discovery? Are people what? What do you think people will value? So therefore, what are you going to focus on? Well, I, I think what we we're going to we can we can. Once we get the permit at Coringa and we can accelerate, all we're going to do there is just accelerate our rate of our rate of mining. We're not going to do any big capex there at all. So we've now found this much cheaper, which should be music to the ears of shareholders. We can fund basically the what we need to do at Coringa to move that from a development mine to a full mine 
basically out of out of a little bit more debt perhaps and cash flow. There's no more dilution coming down the down the down the down the pipe, as far as we're concerned. That's certainly not a plan. So um, so that that's going to see the business run from the current sort of. With this year, hopefully, we'll do thirty five thousand ounces. We're certainly on guidance. Um, we hope next year we'll be through forty thousand ounces. The year after, we'll be well into the fifties, and the year after that, we'll be pushed into the sixties. We're doing all of that with no capex, just a little bit of capex at Coringa, and it's just acceleration of mining at Coringa. So. You know, we're going to double our ounces with basically no dilution and no and no uh, very very well insignificant capex. So the, at that point, the business is going to be throwing off um, a lot more than a million dollars a month. That's it. Now I think at that point, you know, if if someone isn't knocking on the door, Sir Robin, saying that's a very nice looking business, and I, I, we've got to be you know honest about where what what our role is in the mining space. That we are, you know, we're we're there to be we're there to acquire or be acquired. Depending, but I'm sure that should be very much reflected in our share price uh, as we as we show this growth. I'm, I really do hope so. Um, the obviously in parallel to this, we've got the Greenfield exploration, which is going on with Valley. That's going very well. Uh, we're continuing. Hopefully, they're going to uh, continue next year and continue that arrangement there. So that's actually kind of the Greenfield exploration is kind of looking after itself with them. It will leave us with a lot of cash. Some of that. That, that money we're generating, we will focus on brownfield exploration. We'll be focusing on turning, on taking our two half million ounce deposits to one million ounce deposits. So we'll be going from like half a million ounces, Polito and Coringa each, to one million Polito and Coringa each. Now, we're not going to do that in five minutes, but that's the obvious objective. And of course, with that, you can actually sustain a larger production rate at both mines. So who's to say? What our immediate plan is to basically have a capex light business plan that's going to basically maximize the ounces with the infrastructure that we've got. When we expand Polito resource and Coringa resource accordingly, we will then look at how do we actually go to our next step, 60,000 ounces to 100,000 ounces organically. That's going to be more plant capacity. Now we can either go back to the idea of putting the plant back at Coringa when everyone's got used to having a business there and we've actually got the full permits, et cetera, that's one option. Or the option is we continue with this very, very, I like very much this idea of trucking high-grade concentrate, pre-concentrate from Coringa to Polito and expand the Polito plant. And that, that's kind of phase two. So phase one, maximize ounces from the infrastructure we've got. Phase two, having drilled Polito and Coringa, seeing where the resource growth is, expand the process plant wherever it be, which takes us from 60 to 100,000 ounces. That's the immediate organic growth plans of the company. Okay. Now, just, uh, just, just talk to me about the, the Mattel, the copper, um, uh, was, was it this copper alliance? Mattel, yeah, it's it was? the JV. It's the, it's, it's, at the moment, it's just a five, it's, 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 it's Valley investing $5 million in our greenfield exploration on our greenfield sites in around Polito, and they're focusing probably about 60% of that burn rate That's is at Matilda, which is a porphyry copper deposit, which has yep. been discovered, say, in our tenement. So that's... Uh, right, okay. We've got two rigs there drilling away right now. Okay, and I think it's the Exploration Alliance. I'm trying to get my yep. words mixed up there. Okay, so, and then can you just tell us a little bit about... You've told us, obviously, what what they've allocated to that, and if they like what they see, they'll, 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 they'll carry on. But can you tell us to search of the daily? Remind me again. Okay, so basically, simplistically, it's um, uh, they'll spend $5 million this year until February next year, and then they'll make a decision if they want to proceed. And next year, 
uh, to take it through to, to for them to actually continue to farm in or earn in, well, actually the, the Joint Venture Alliance actually kicks off properly after this five million has been spent and they decide whether they want to proceed or not. If they want to proceed, um, they would actually go forward next, well, for the, they could spend as little as two and a half, the minimum they could spend is two and a half million dollars per year for the next five years until they've spent a maximum of $10 million to get it through to pre-feasibility study stage to which they've earned in. And then after that, they want to go to the next stage, like bankable feasibility to get to 90%. They expend another $10 million. Then there's all kinds of like um, milestones, you know, uh, if they want to, if they want to go from 90 to 90, uh, 95%, I think, I think it is, I forget now. Um, it's another $10 million. Then at the end of the day, they earn all the way in until uh, we have a royalty left at the very end, but you know, for us, it's it's just money coming in. You know, we we yeah. we're actually using the a little company like Sarabi can't be getting involved with evaluating a copper porphyry deposit. It'll blow us no. to pieces. So yes. of course, we're <laughs> kind of using their desire to do this and spend and and the um, to I mean um, to help fund. I mean, this first five million dollars, about half of it has been spent on assets or not assets, projects, prospects, anomalies we've got in and around Polito, which have no chance of being a porphyry copper deposit, but they we've used their dime to do it. And we're, we're right. still getting results in from that. And that will continue into next year. So the whole idea okay. is, um, yeah. And where are, where are they at the moment with that? Because um, you, they've obviously done about nine holes. Well, last time I saw it, no, about nine holes. Now. We're what are they on, seeing? Well, what we're doing at the moment, we're furiously drilling step out holes on on the, 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 the first kind of five successful holes. We're also doing geophysics, um, IP, induced polarization, terrestrial geophysics. And the whole idea is if you can actually do geophysics over where you've got drill results and you can you can actually try to match a chargeability anomaly with re- real real results. So if that chargeability anomaly then extends, they can kind of extrapolate what they might have there. So we're, we're just going against the clock really to find something that's good enough grade and big enough to sort of... Uh, flick their switch for them to go forward. Okay. And I just want to finish off because it really was meant to be a quick one. But um, I, I, for me, you've got two audiences that you need to talk to and, and help understand what the opportunity is. Okay. Clearly, you're existing. I would I would say at this point, long-suffering shareholders are looking at this thing. Come on, we're a year late because of um, the work that you're having to do at the moment. What's next? And then you've got a whole bunch of people who have never considered Sarabi Gold. Um you know, and, and thinking, well, twenty-one million bucks, and it's producing free car- free free cash flow of of, of, of uh, a million bucks a month, and you've got all of this opportunity in front of you. This this looks like good value to me. But those those two very different audiences, one potentially could be looked at as an overhang because they're going to want to check out soon. Unless you say to them, what? Why should they hang on? Well, my I'm one of those people myself. Um, I know I'm employed by Sarabi as well, but the bottom line is I do actually believe, you know, we are at a pivotal moment. Well, not a pivotal moment. We are at the moment ready for liftoff. That's it. You know, we we, we now have, and I go and as I said, I, I don't want to be sort of rude by saying I don't think people understand in England what the in the UK what that agreement meant. As I said to you before, as far as I'm concerned, the train has left the station. We will get the license. The question is when. And I don't think we're going to be waiting anywhere near as long as we have been waiting to get it. So there's going to be, I'm sure when we get that LI, whether it be the end of this year or early next year, that's going to be a real sort of moment for Sarabi. There'll be no, we'll have the money to really accelerate Karinga and grow. 
Uh, we've got a perfect business plan, CapEx light, that's going to allow us to realize those ounces, bang, straight into the bottom line of our cash flow. That's it. So this will this will be liftoff time for our existing shareholders. So a little bit more patience, please, from them. But, you know, I do really believe, you know, we are going to be successful now. There have been times in the last 18 months, two years, where I really have doubted it. But now that we've got the Indigenous people on side and all the stakeholders wanting the project, feeling the benefits of us there already, can't see that changing. I really can't see that changing. New shareholders, hell, what's not to like? You know, you know, it's a, as you say, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a small company generating positive cash flows, cash flow, huge development upside with a development project. We're kind of, we do, we've got the full cycle. We've got an existing mine. We've got a mine to accelerate and build, which is going to deliver high grade ounces, which is going to really increase our cash. And we've got beautiful brownfield and exploration upside. So it's kind of, we've got a bit of everything. So for new shareholders, new investors buying at the bottom of the, the, you know, a, a low price like this, you know, they've, they've got a wonderful opportunity.